Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We got a whole bunch of callers on hold. And so let's go to the lines and see who we've got first. Hi, Janet. Hi, Julie. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, my girl? I'm hanging in. I I had just, um, I was on a, I was lucky enough to get, have you answer my pick, you know, about three weeks ago, you picked my call and I had a question regarding, I had just broken my arm, my right arm. Oh, I'm missing that so much right now, but I was really scared with my grandkids. And anyway, two doctors, one doc, the first doctor said, don't have surgery or have surgery. The second doctor who was the one I kind of wanted to go with said, well, let's wait and see. And I happened to get through to you and you said, uh, maybe you that you were getting through spirit that twice that I should have surgery. So it kind of threw me for a little loop. But when I went back to the doctor for my x-ray a few days later, he said, well, it shifted and you need surgery. So I was real, uh, when he said that, I'm like, okay, well, Julie told me that. So, you know, I was surprised and I was grateful that you kind of prepped me, but I had surgery the next day. And so I've got another six weeks of healing, but, um, yes. So I thank you for that. And I hope you can do a healing or see what's going on there. It's been a trying time, but I feel I like feel I'm going. Oh, absolutely. All right. So tell everybody where you are. I'm in Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and then I'll get you on my radar. For first-time listeners, what this means is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into Janet in Santa Barbara. And then I'm going to have a hologram of her on my in my mind's eye. And then I'm going to look at your wrist, your right wrist, and I'll explain to you what I'm seeing. And I want you to envision it, Janet, because if you can, it's going to help integrate the healing into your body. And you know, my analogies are sometimes hilarious, but that is honestly how they appear to me in my mind's eye. And I've figured out over the years that when we talk in symbols, and that's how the information comes into me, it helps bypass the conscious mind and go into the subconscious mind, which makes it easier for the body to integrate the healing. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. 
All right, hooking into you. Got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Okay, so they put some hardware in there, it looks like to me. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so what I'm seeing is I'm watching stem cell energy, which is light amber colored gel, has sparkles in it. Reminds me of Dippity Doo hair gel from the 60s and 70s. And I don't know if you're young if you're young enough to remember that, but I always date myself when I see that. Yeah, yeah. And and so what it's doing is it's going in around all those, all that hardware, the plate and the screws, just to get it to go into the bone easier. It's generating bone around it just so it's going to heal really quickly where the break is. So I'm so glad you had the surgery because, boy, I was getting that so strongly when you called in three weeks ago. Uh, it really helped me. I mean, I never broke a bone before. So this was all new for me. And being your right arm, it, it just is so, you never realize until it's taken away how much your right arm means to you. But I've been lucky. My husband and I have gotten to know each other very well <laughs> through this because, you know, I hate depending on anyone, but, you know, I'm lucky to have that. And um, I feel like I'm in the right path. And I thank you so much for directing me. But I knew when you said that, I always, I put that in my mind. And then when he said it, I'm like, okay, well, I'm good to go. Yeah. Well, I'm so delighted. What what I'm watching while we're chit-chatting back and forth, because you know we're girls, we can multitask. It's one of our superpowers, one of our many superpowers as females. I'm, I'm watching the bone generate around where the plate and the screws are, and the bone itself where it was broken is regenerating as well. So now I'm watching a big ace bandage get wrapped around your wrist and and then it it's really interesting because then it integrates into your wrist itself kind of like it's holographic and it looks like you have a soft cast on is that what I'm seeing yes it is yeah so when do you go back in to be checked I go next uh Friday to get this cast soft cast off and I'll get a removable cast but you know, and then we'll see where it's going. So um, hopefully all all well, because um, I think this is going to help do it. But I'm being... Yeah. Yeah, good. Well, I know you're going to heal fast and completely. And, and thanks for calling in and letting us know how you're doing. Thank, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. Looks like our next caller is Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good, Julie. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm calling in from South Bend, Indiana. South Bend. Well, good. Do you have an update for us? You called in a few weeks ago, too, because you were getting, you were trying to figure out where you wanted to move, right? Yes. In fact, it was. I think it was three weeks as well. Uh, I called and it, thank you so much for the guidance. And I, I took your advice and I had it in mind, take action, take, take action. And I just received an email today, which was supposed to be tomorrow, but I got an email today approving me of a place to stay. And I'm calling in to say, thank you so much for that guidance. It really helped me. Um, go forward. And I'm calling back just to say, 
One more question. Um, I, I'm getting cold feet about my career move. Um, I have an offer on the table and I have high intuition and I really do listen to your angelic training about you. what comes in first is what is the answer. And uh, I have this job offer on the table and um, it's going to help, but at the same time, um, I'm not sure if it's the right the right path. And I was wondering if you could ask my spirit guides if this indeed is the right path forward or if I should be looking at alternatives just for my mental health. Okay. Are, are you feeling excited about the job offer or are you, are you hesitating just because you believe that you need to wait and see if other ones come in? How, do, how did you feel when you first got the job offer? Um, not great. Not great. Um, I just kind of felt like, okay. Um, a bit trepidation because of, of, of things that I've gone through in the past and my gut said, okay, but take it because, um, you need to, to need, need to move forward in life. Okay, so let's ask spirit. So we're asking big spirit, your spirit guides, God, the universe, your deceased loved ones, your angels, the whole kit and caboodle, the whole group. So is is it in Kimberly's best interest to accept the job offer with, do you have the name of a company or where it's located or something that we can differentiate it from others? Sure, it's South Bank School Corporation, HR. Is it in is it in Kimberly's best interest to take the offer from the South Bend School Corporation? I get a yes before the question's even out all the way. Yeah, I get a yes. Yeah. And and what we got when you called in three weeks ago had to do with where you were going to move to, right? It was a new place for you to live, like a new apartment or something. Exactly. And we, it, and we got different locations, right? Correct. And so I was nervous because I, there was this one that, that has an opening for a wait list and it's called the preserve and there's a wait list on the 24th. And this particular one that I just received approval for came in today and the, they can hold it till the 27th. So I was wondering if it's in my best interest, if the preserve will come through at the last minute or if this, other one that came in today with the, with the word bay in it is the one. The one with the bay is the one. When you ask, will the preserve come in, I got to know. Okay. Now, um, future events are fluid. So, you know, it could be different tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. I can give you is what I'm getting at this moment in time, but I got to know on that. So... Thanks so much for calling in and I wish you all the best with your new home and your new career and, and all of that. Thank you so much, Julie. Can I say happy birthday in heaven to my aunt Linda? Uh, her birthday's tomorrow. I just think. Sure. You. you bet. You bet. Happy birthday, Aunt Linda. Thank you. Bye, Kimberly. Looks like our next caller is Dulcie. Hi, Dulcie. Hi, Julie. How are you? 
I'm terrific. How are you? Where are you located? I am in Orlando, Florida. Ah, say hi to Mickey for me. I will. I will. Um, I'm so happy to be here. First time caller. Um, I did want to ask you, we had a death in the family last week. Um, fortunately, my son was the one that that found, it's my daughter-in-law's brother, and they were all up there, and I keep moving for some reason. Anyway, he's the one that happened to find his body, and I just think it would give such comfort to be able to know if he's okay. Sure. Absolutely. So your question is, will your son be okay? Um, no, I think it would be great to be able to tell my son that his brother-in-law is okay. Oh, in heaven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's his name? What's the brother-in-law's name? Robert, Robert Stanko. Okay. So Robert. And what's your son's name? Trip. Trip Merch. Trip, look at, look at you lighten up like a mama on her baby. Okay, I, I do the same thing. I do the same thing with Jonathan. Center of the universe, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm connecting from you to Trip and from Trip to Robert. Okay, got Robert. So the question is, Robert, is there anything you want to tell Trip? He's saying that he's sorry that he was the one to find him, but it was better than his sister. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No. It's just he's saying a traumatic experience for Trip. You know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh gosh. Yeah. He's talking about um he wants him to have something that's mahogany. What's mahogany? I mean, I know it's wood, but is there, is there like a mahogany guitar or a mahogany piece of furniture or something like that? He wants him to have the mahogany piece is what he's talking about. I, I don't know. I would have to, you know, I'll have to call Trip afterwards and, and ask him, but they were very close and, um, you know, just it, this was very sudden and unexpected and, you know, just very sad. So um, I just thought since it was so fresh that I would ask. So I appreciate it. When when you call your son about the mahogany piece, he said it three times. Chelsea, he said the mahogany piece. So when you call him about that, if it doesn't make sense to him right away, just say, think about it for a little bit. And it may be something that he doesn't know about that they're going to find okay. when they're cleaning out his stuff so just be open funeral is Tuesday, next tuesday so i and he'll be up there this weekend so i will tell him to think about it and you know maybe look around or i don't know well well the other thing he's saying is for the funeral the bet midler song you know on eagle on wings something about on wings what's the the bet he would like that played at the funeral if possible okay yeah i will Tell him and Erica, and they can relay that to mom and dad. So yeah, the the other thing is too. You may want to consider giving them a copy of my book, Angelic Attendance, 
what happens as we transition from this life into the next, because he was surrounded by angels, the spirits of his deceased loved ones, the spirits of deceased pets when he died, when he was transitioning. And it, and it happens, Dulcie, it can happen instantly, like at a sudden death, homicide, suicide, heart attack, whatever. And it can, it will happen over days, weeks, months, even years. Everybody is surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones. So please let the family know that he did not die alone, that he was surrounded by his loved ones. They find that comforting. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. I'll send it to her first and get me another one. So, yeah. Yeah. One other thing, Dulcie, tell her, tell them that university-based research shows that 90% of people at the end of their lives report seeing the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets as they're transitioning. So I talk about it from the spiritual side, but there's there's university-based research that corroborates it from the science side as well. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. Get more into other stuff for me, but I felt like this was important at this time. So thank you. You're welcome. You're a sweetie to call in on his behalf. Oh, thank you very much. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. and I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is no longer. We use askjulieryanshow.com. Now, I, I see I'm so used to saying the call-in number. Duh blonde moment. Sorry. And so com, and you'll be on camera. So call in. It's really fun. I get to see your cute face when you do. Information's available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, in the show notes and anywhere you download podcasts. And we're also on YouTube too. So let's see what else. Call in details can also be found on all my social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And we post a note as a reminder to call in the day of the show. While you're on my site, AskJulieRyan.com, schedule an appointment with me. And I'm booked out a little bit, but the key is get on my calendar because people reschedule all the time, multiple times a week. And when I get somebody on my my 
uh, in an appointment and they'll say, oh my gosh, I was scheduled out for whatever month and I checked yesterday and now here I am today. This really works. I say, yeah, I know. I tell you every week. So just get on my calendar and then check the reschedule button in your confirmation email and it'll show you new appointments as they become available. What else? Angels and Enlightenment Training is online. It's available anytime and it has practice sessions that are so wonderful. You get to be with a graduate of my angelic attendant training. That's the big live in-person one and uh, you get an amazing amount of support as you're developing your skills. So this is mediumship, angels and enlightenment training. And then the angelic attendant training is the one that that we do live. And it's going to be in Atlanta, November 3rd through the 5th. So everything's on AskJulieRyan.com. Do my trainings, sign up for my newsletter, you know, schedule an appointment, do all that kind of jazz. And then I'll get to see you in whichever thing you choose, which makes it fun for me. All right. This week, we have a question from Carly, and Carly lives in Stewart, Florida. And she says, hi, Julie. I'm currently in a serious, committed relationship with a man I love named John, and I cannot seem to get past a former situationship. She did in quotes. I've never heard that word before. That's a new vocabulary word for me, situationship, with a man named Josh. Josh and I had a very brief relationship, but it was wild, crazy, and passionate and was as if our souls connected. Circumstances didn't allow us to be together. It's been almost four years now, but somehow this fling with Josh is still sticking around and is connected to me energetically. I dream about him, and the next day I'll have a message from him. It seems we're all, we are still on each other's minds, and our hearts are still connected. Although Josh is in a relationship, he's made it known that he feels this nagging too. Can you tell me what this is? Is there some sort of past life or other connection between Josh and me? Or is this simply anxiety over what could have been? Please help me. It eats at me every single day. Thank you so much. You are such a beautiful light in this world. Carly. Aw, what a sweet thing to say. Thank you, Carly. Here's my response. Hi, Carly. Thanks for your question. It's one many of us can relate to. I don't know that I know a woman, especially, who doesn't have somebody that they were in love with that they still think of. I mean, it doesn't mean you want to be with them, but but we can still think of them. I went on to say, are you and Josh soulmates? Absolutely. You've been together in 435 lifetimes playing a variety of roles, not just lovers. By the way, you're also soulmates with your current beau, John. The concept of just one soulmate being your eternal romantic partner is a myth and has been crafted over the years by playwrights, movies, and the entertainment and publishing industries because it sells. In reality, everyone with whom you cross paths, whether they be a parent, sibling, colleague, friend, or even enemy, is a soulmate. It's become apparent to me in working with thousands of clients over the years that everyone's spirit slash soul, same thing, I use the word spirit, because soul to me sounds religious, so I tend to use spirit more than soul. 
Everyone's spirit incarnates to explore a multitude of experiences. A semblance of an experience can present itself in many subsequent lifetimes in order for us to explore it from different perspectives. For example, perhaps Josh was your mother in a past life who died birthing you. And in this lifetime, you shared unrequited love. In both instances, you loved each other and couldn't be together. Same basic script with different circumstances. Now, how to get over Josh. It's fairly common to obsess over a former love for a period of time and can become problematic when it continues and has the potential to disrupt your life. In her book, Exaholics, Breaking Your Addiction to an Ex-Love, Psychologist Lisa Bobby, PhD, says, quote, cutting emotional ties can feel almost like ending an addiction. Getting over an ex can be like kicking a chemical habit. From what you mentioned above, it seems you may be in the ex-love addiction quagmire and may want to begin to break free of Josh by reading Dr. Bobby's book. That and by immediately blocking Josh from your cell phone. Hope that helps. So that's the first step, block him from your cell phone so that he's not contacting you. He's in another relationship. You're in a relationship. Knock that nonsense off. Just block him from your phone and then read Dr. Bobby's book. Isn't that a great term too? See new vocabulary words this week. Exaholic, situationship. Just never know what you're going to learn on the Ask Julie Ryan show. So thanks so much for submitting that question. Looks like our next caller is Theodora. Hi, Theodora. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? So, well, I'm wonderful. Thanks. You're, I'm very excited. Did I say your The first time here. Did I say your name right? Do you pronounce it Theodora or Theodora? Oh, both are okay. Where are you? Where are you located? I am in Cary near Raleigh in North Carolina. Okay, terrific. Well, so nice to have you with us. Do you have a question for me? Of course, and I'm very happy to tell you my question. I have a big dilemma. I have both a liver and a kidney disease, and the medication I take for the liver has side effects on the kidney, and the kidney values are getting worse, so the kidney doctor said I should immediately start taking medication for the kidney. The problem is that the medication for the kidney has side effects on the liver, and the medication for the liver has side effects on the kidney. So I have no idea how can I solve this dilemma. Should I start to take the medication for the kidney? And actually, I would like to live a medication-free life. Oh, my goodness, girl. Well, do, do the doctors have any suggestions of different meds for you? No, they said just try to take both medication and hope that they will work somehow. Oh my heavens. All right. I'm gonna I'll do it. Oh heavens. I'm gonna do a healing on you, but before I do, Teodora, I wanna tell you about there's there's something that you can do to do some research on this yourself. And there, if you go online and you put the name of the medicine in and then you follow it with the acronym N-N-T, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, stands for Number Needed to Treat. 
the number needed to treat is how many people need to take a medicine in order for it to work, in order for it to help however many, help one person. So the higher the number, the less effective the medication. If you have a search on that and go into something other than Google, go into DuckDuckGo or something that's not going to be censored, and, and you type in like aspirin NNT, you're going to get a number, all right? If the number is high, that means the medicine's not very effective. And then you can make a decision based on what the side effects are, whether you want to take it or not. So doctors do the best that they know how to do. There's no malicious intent ever, but they're trained to medicate. That's their way of of helping people, helping their patients. And they do what's called standard of care. And so they're they're going to give you the medication that they've given for a really long time without a lot of alternatives. So you can do research on your own and be an informed patient to give you information. So I would do that with both of those medications. There's some medication like Lipitor, the statin, for high cholesterol, the number needed to treat for Lipitor is 100, which means 100 people need to take it in order for it to help one person. Those are pretty bad odds. And then when you look and you see how does it help one person, well, it prolongs their life by four days. Well, I don't know that that's worth the side effects. When you got a one in 100 chance and the benefit's going to be your life's prolonged by four days. So that's the kind of information you're going to get. What's going on with your liver and your kidneys? So I have hepatitis B, that's why the liver is um, suffering, and I have polycystic kidney disease. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me get you on my radar and let's just do a healing while while I've got you. Let's just go for that. So here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading over to you in North Carolina. Okay. Got you. Go into your left kidney first, Teodora. So I'm in there. And it looks really raw and it looks really sick. So uh, let's just do a kidney transplant on that one. All right. Imagine there's a template next to the kidney, a template like a mold. Think of a jello mold or a mold, a plastics mold. Stem cell energy going in there. Stem cell energy, light amber colored gel, sparkles in it, reminds me of Dippity-Doo. That's what I was talking about with Janet with the broken wrist, our first caller. So it's filling that mold and there's a vortex that's spinning above it. And that's transforming the stem cell energy into a new kidney. I've seen this healing many, many times over the years, Teodora. And sometimes the new kidney shows up on the scans at the doctor's office after we do the healing and it freaks out the docs, which is hilarious when that happens. So whether it shows up or not, I don't care. I just hope that it helps heal you. So I'm watching the diseased kidney, all the plumbing get clamped off. We're going to remove that kidney. We're going to put the new kidney in. That's what's happening right now. At the same time, the right kidney, there's a, a spiral of energy that's spinning in there, and we're giving that one a tune-up. Looks to me like the left kidney is more diseased than the right. Have they gotten into that kind of information with you? They said that the right kidney is worse than the left kidney. Okay, that's not what I'm seeing. So that's fine. All right, so I'm watching a spiral of energy spinning in the right kidney, 
And what that's doing is that's regenerating that one, but that one didn't need to be replaced. Okay, let's come down to the liver and see what's going on with that. Okay, so liver is not getting replaced. There's a spiral of energy spinning. And as I'm looking at you from behind, I have a hologram of you in my mind's eye, Theodora. And as I'm looking at you from behind, I'm watching this spiral. Imagine a picture of the Milky Way galaxy, that spiral, that's what's spinning. And as it comes down and comes around on the right side and goes down underneath and coming back up on the left, it's throwing out, it looks like sludge. So it's throwing out the impurities. Again, this is all symbolic for what's actually happening in the energetic healing that's taking place. So cleaning that out. As that's happening, I'm watching that liver start to turn pink and not look so diseased. So I'm watching that as well. Okay. All right. Now, the hepatitis... What I'm watching is I'm watching that get removed from your system. And I love to do this because it makes me feel like Princess Leia with a lightsaber. (laughs) Because I see this laser go back and forth on your body, on the front and on the back. And what it does is it gets rid of the hepatitis. And then it gets sucked out of the top of your head. So it, it blasts it and then gets removed. So one last jolt of energy going through your your body. So I hope all of that helps. I hope too. It's very warm. I can feel the warm in my body. It's very hot. <laughs> Thank you. You you got lots you got lots of energy spinning in your body right now, girl. I can feel it. It's really hot. <laughs> oh, good. All righty. Well, keep us posted on how you're doing. Okay, keep us posted on how you're doing. Okay, I will come back and I will tell you. Thank you so much. I'm very happy. To you're welcome. Opportunity. Looks like Israel's next. Hi, Israel. Hi. Oh my gosh. This is a great. Um, hi. <laughs> hi, girl. Where are you? Um, I'm in Los Angeles, California. Terrific. You and my son and daughter-in-law say hi to them when you see them. <laughs> There's only 11 million people there, but you know, you never know. <laughs> well, good. You got a question for me? Yeah. So I'm calling on behalf of my mom. Um, she's been struggling with digestive issues for many years now. And she thinks that it's a disease called uh, gastroparesis. So she has a really hard time digesting food um, and she often will throw up after eating. Um, oh boy. She, as a result, she's like, has a hard time keeping on weight and yeah, she's in a lot of discomfort daily. I'm so sorry. What's her name? Her name's Judine. Okay. J-U-D-I-N-E. It's J-U-D-E-A-N. Okay. I was close. Phonetic, phonetically, I was close, right? Okay. Beautiful. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and then from you to your mama. Does your mom know that we're going to be talking about her tonight? No, she doesn't, but I, I have a feeling she'll be okay with it. <laughs> okay. I love that you're in a car and you're in L.A. How appropriate is that? <laughs> Because 
you better have a car if you're in LA if you want to get anywhere. Parked, so we're <laughs> we're safe. I know. I know I can tell, but I think I just think it's really cute that you're in a car. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. I'm going to be out there in a couple of weeks, actually. My son's birthday. We're going to go out for his birthday. Mommy's going to throw him a birthday party. He's going to be 31. <laughs> but still, you know, once, once a mommy, always a mommy. Okay, got that. Got you going over to your mama, to Dean. I'm talking to your baby girl. She wants to be to scan you. She goes, oh, that would be lovely. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so I'm... Shooting energy from her feet up through the top of her head. Okay, she looks green. You know, like when when you're nauseous, you just feel like you look green. You'll say, see, does somebody, you'll see somebody, you'll say, oh my God, you look green. Are you not feeling well? Okay, so what I'm watching is I'm watching the green get taken out through the top of her head. I get that the, that she underneath that Israel. It, she looks like she's got a viral infection of some kind. Viral infections look like really thin beef broth, like watery beef broth to me. And so I'm watching that get removed. And why is she not able to tolerate keeping food down? Uh, how long has this been going on? It's been probably like four years. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Gotten worse oh. the past like year. Okay. And what are her doctors saying? Um, she sees a holistic doctor. Um, and then through her own research, she was, uh, she found that her symptoms were really similar to gastroparesis. Like it feels like her intestines don't or when her food gets to her stomach it's not digesting and so if it does make it past her stomach if she doesn't throw throw up um it'll go through her intestines also not being properly digested so she does like daily enemas otherwise yeah yeah it gets stuck Mm -hmm. yeah it gets stuck okay has she been to see a medical doctor other than just a holistic doctor? No. <laughs> I think that would be the first thing that I would suggest is get her in to see a, a GI doctor so they can see what's going on with her. The the daily enemas and the, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, after four years of this, you get into an emotional situation with this as well. So I think it would warrant her going to see a physician, an MD, and also a therapist with this too, because I'm getting there's an emotional component in the equation as well. So I asked if she's bulimic and I got a no on that, but there's something else definitely going on from an emotional standpoint with that. So um, I do see that there's a viral infection. I've taken that out of her body. What I'm watching is I'm, I'm watching a corkscrew tunnel through her intestines and just clear things out there. But I, she needs to see a physician. She needs to see most likely a dietitian, And I believe she needs to see a therapist as well. So good luck with that, little girl, trying to get her to do all those things. That may be a Herculean effort, but 
but I think that it can really help her and, and get her to do one step at a time. Like you don't have to get her to do all three, get her to do maybe one step at a time. Maybe, a, maybe a, is she just reluctant to go see the doctor? Yeah, she's not the most trusting of, of like Western medicine, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing is, Dr. Maria, that you hear me talk about on the show in London, that may be a good place to start as well because she can't, she can't be with her unless she flies to London and she can't prescribe her any meds or anything, but she certainly would know what to do to help her. She's a Oxford-educated MD. She's a functional medicine doctor, and she's also a graduate of my class, so she does energy medicine. So go to D-R-A-M-A-S-A-N-T-I.com, DrAmasanti.com, and we'll put it in the show notes so you can have a quick link. And that may be a first place to start. Is She'll love Dr. Maria. She's a doll. And I recommend her all the time because she helps so many of my clients. I don't have a financial relationship with her. I just know she's that good. And she does Zoom calls with people all over the world. So I think that she can help your mom. That, that may be an easy first start and then, and then go from there. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling. You're a sweetie to call in on her behalf. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like our next caller is Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi, Andrea. How are you? <laughs> I'm terrific. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking my call. Um, You're welcome. For you, I um, went for an ultrasound the other day, um, and they detected cervical stenosis. Um, and they're going to go in, and they're going to do a um, hydro. It's going to be like a hydrocoloscopy. They're going in to do, um, um, they're going to take a biopsy and w- just to see if everything's all right because of the, the amount of fluid that's in there that's not going anywhere. Um, I'm 71, so they're saying everything's sort of, you know, shrinking and getting smaller. I also have a, um, an ovary in there that just has, it, it's, it's a benign cyst that's been there forever. And... Um, the doctor is saying, you know, why don't while I'm there, why don't I just take the cyst, uh, the um, the ovary out? And um, my first reaction was, I don't, I don't think I want to have my ovary out, even though the cyst is on it and it's barely even grown. Um, so I just sort of wanted, sort of your opinion on should the ovary come out, and is there any way that you could sort of do something with the the amount of cervical stenosis that I have right now in my uterus. Oh my gosh, girl. I am so sorry you're having to go through all of this. Where are you located? Um, a little bit north of Boston. Okay. All right. So let me get you on my radar. Uh, when you asked, should the ovary come out, I got to know as you were talking. Yeah. So follow your gut on that. Yeah. Follow your gut on that. Yeah. Okay. Do I'm surprised they don't want to just go ahead and do a, a hyster on you. Well, with a, I don't know. As she said, that they're going in there just to, well, would the ovaries come out also with a hysterectomy? Everything. Um, they're being very cautious. They don't want to. 
So I don't know. They just okay. had to do a, his okay. or whatever. They're going in. Yeah. Look. Just to see what's happening. Right. Yeah. All right. All right, so let's do the ovary first because that's easy. So I see this. I'm already connected into you, and I see this device. You know, my my visions in my head are symbolic for what's happening. But you know those cheese slicers, Karen, that's just a handle, and it's got a wire on it, and you can slice really, really thin pieces of cheese. You know what I'm talking about? I see this instrument be used. I've never seen it used in the operating room, but I see it used in my head all the time in surgeries. And it's a hot wire on it. So it cuts and cauterizes at the same time. And that's what I'm watching remove the cyst. And the cyst doesn't even look like it has fluid in it or anything. It's just like, it's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with you on that. So I'm watching that. Okay, so the fluid, I'm watching that get drained. I think they're going to want to do a hysterectomy on you. Wow. Is what, I, what I'm getting on that. Is it in Karen's best interest to have a hysterectomy? I get a yes, it is. I don't believe that they're going to find any malignancy. I'm not seeing malignancy. Malignancy looks to me like it's dark or black or brown, and it has kind of a sticky consistency. It reminds me of hot tar that will be used to pave a road. I'm not seeing that in there, but I believe... Are you on hormones? No. Mm-mm. Okay. You're, you're, you're going to want to look into those, the bioidentical hormones. Go to, go to doc, Dr. Northrup, Dr. Northrup, N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P dot com. Have you heard of her, Dr. Christiane Northrup? Yes. Yeah. She's, she is, I say she's the fairy godmother of women's health. I mean, she's for 40 years been educating women around the world, you know, how to do, how to do womanhood. How about that for a term? Uh, I would check out her website, look up bioidentical hormones. Do you know what bioidentical hormones are, Karen? Okay, they are the, they're the exact molecular composition of what our bodies made when we were young and fertile and popping out babies. Okay. And the synthetic hormones have extra molecules added to their formulas so they can be patented. Those are the ones you hear the problems about. The bioidentical ones are what the body made and they're made by a compounding pharmacy. Have you ever heard that term? Yes compounding pharmacy. So you may want to call a couple of them in your area and just ask them who's prescribing bioidentical hormones through them. Right. And if it's a GYN, all the better. I'm a, I'm a big fan of going to a GYN for bioidenticals because they're experts on female anatomy and they have the equipment in their office that they can do a, they can do an ultrasound on you. They can do other tests and they're, they're already there. So you're going to be just fine regardless, but I would not be surprised if they say before you go in, you know, one of our options might be to schedule you for a hysterectomy and I'm getting it's in your best interest if that's what they recommend to follow that. All right. Okay. All righty. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. Thank you. I really appreciate it.
All righty. Thanks, Karen. Take care. Looks like we got Tina next. Hi, Tina. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Good. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Where are you? I am in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Okay. You look like you're in your bathing suit. I'm in a tank top, my pajamas. <laughs> well, it is. What time is it there? It's almost nine o'clock. Oh, my gosh. You're going to turn into a pumpkin at nine o'clock. All right. Yeah. Well, good. Welcome. You look really cute. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, so I ha- I'm, I'm signed up for my third private session with you. We've been working on this issue since last October. I have this um, rash above my right eyelid that comes and goes, and it's gotten if I put, I have to put like steroid cream on or my eye swells up and I can't see. And I've done all the gamuts with dermatology, immunology, rheumatology, GI. We've done all the things. And um, since last October, nobody knows what it is. Um, and then I also get a red rash around my mouth, angular chelitis, cracks in the sides of my, cracks all my lips, like so bad that it bleeds. And, and I have to, it goes through a cycle. Like it just happens. And then I have to put steroid cream on it. It's the only thing that makes it settle down. I've used every, you know, thing under the sun. And um, yeah, we tried to work on it before and we just like couldn't figure out what's going on. And I just wish I could just know if I'm like having like a reaction to something or what the heck is going on with this. It's super painful. I'm sure. Um, waiting. I'm so sorry you're having to go through that still. I'm sure that we talked about that it was your gut. I remember you on my screen, it just said Tina. You know, you could be one of a lot of different Tinas and I hadn't seen your face yet. So what a treat to get to see you. The um, the thing about it is I'm sure we talked about that it was your gut. This is all coming from your gut being out of whack. So gut intelligence test. Great. That was cool. I mean, it told me what foods to avoid and what foods to, but nothing came up. I had like an 85% healthy gut. So okay. It's a red flag. I would do, I would talk to Dr. Maria because I'm getting, it's all, it's all in your gut and I've got you on my radar while we're talking. So what I'm doing is um, I've got a spiral of energy that's spinning in your gut. Your gut's out of whack still. Mm-hmm. And I would call her D-R-Amasanti, A-M-A-S-A-N-T-I.com. Tell her I sent you and uh, tell her what's going on and she'll help you get your gut healthy. Okay. Yeah. I even asked when I went to um, immunologists and allergists, I tried to ask her about Nystatin because I was like, maybe it's a fungal thing and they were just no help at all. I went to two different, like, no, you don't want to take that orally. And I was like, I said, I need a a prescription for it. And she was like, no, you don't do that. That's not for the, and so I was like, I can't can't talk to them. Yeah. So I just like, no, they're just East thing. They're just not trained on it. That's just not what they've learned. And so that's okay. Nystatin, I think has been off patent for 70 years. It's kind of like Ivermectin. 
you know, ivermectin's been off patent for 70 years. Nobody makes any money off of it, so nobody sells it. Nobody talks about it, but every pharmacy stocks it. And the only people that prescribe it are pediatricians because, boy, that's the first thing they put babies on when they get a fungal infection, like they get thrush or something. Those babies are put on nystatin in a heartbeat. So, yeah. Okay. All right, I'll reach out to Dr. Maria and hopefully I can uh, figure this out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry. You look good on camera, though. I can't see any of it. Yeah, well, I just started, I I let it get really bad. And then I had to put steroid cream on. I started yesterday. I don't want to use that all the time because I know it's good, but it gets to the point where I watch it and see where it's going to go to. And it just starts getting so bad around my mouth that I Mm -hmm. open my mouth. And um, Mm -hmm. now I'm doing this, but it's like, it's in my body. I know it's systemic in my body. Yeah, it is. And so I've cleared it out again. And now we got to get you on the medical side, on the physical side to go that extra little bit of a, of a way, you know, to get it all joined in together because the healing's already happened on the energetic level on more than one occasion. The other thing is that steroid cream whacks your gut. You know, anytime we take steroids or antibiotics, it whacks your guts. You're on that hamster wheel. Yeah, I don't want to do it. And I, I just do a tiny bit just so I can open my eye because my eye swells shut and I can't see. And I'm working, you know, every day and I'm just like, ah. So in a definite loop of like trying to, you know, figure it out and, and do my best to, you know, I eat really well. I'm doing everything Viome's telling me to eat, you know, which I already was kind of. So that's kind of cool that I was craving what my superfoods were. So great. So what what Gina and I are talking about, for those of you listening, if you want to do the, the fancy poop test is what I call it, right? The gut biome test. Just go to Viome, V as in Victor, dot com, And at checkout, just put in Julie Ryan all together no separations, J-U-L-I-E-R-Y-A-N. And uh, you'll get less than, you'll, you'll pay less than, than half for it. We, I think we got you like a 60% discount or something, my team. And they're amazing. That company is really cool. Yes, very much. Well, keep us posted on how you're doing. Yeah, and I think, I, I think our appointment's like in November <laughs> for our... Wonderful. Check the, check the reschedule button. On your confirmation email. I do that. I did okay. for like a week. <laughs> Great. Well, stay tuned because people reschedule all the time. All right on. Thank you so much, Julie. Okay. Bye, honey. Take care. Looks like Connie's next. Hi, Connie. Hi. How are you, my girl? I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Where are you located? Nebraska. Okay, terrific. Got a question for me? Um, well, I had an hour-long session with you, and I wanted to finish the healing on my back. So yeah, tell everybody, tell everybody what we did and about your back. Um, well, I I had a car accident in my early 20s, so I couldn't just get arthritis around it and uh but my neck is uh really giving me problems and we haven't got to that yet but i have a lot of um 
neural foramenal, um, everything's like my disc space is getting smaller, the canals are getting smaller, and it's putting on nerves. So, ah, <laughs> oh, geez. Well, you look numbness down my arm. You look beautiful for being in pain. Thanks. So here we go. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. The hologram that's you in my mind's eye, I'm looking at you from behind. So what I'm doing is you got a lot of arthritis in your neck. Arthritis looks like corrosion that you'd see on a battery, Connie, that white crunchy stuff, you know, on a battery that's failed. Maybe you've seen a battery that you have had in a flashlight for a long time and then you open it up because the flashlight didn't work and it's got all that white crunchy stuff on it. That's what arthritis looks like to me. So I'm clearing that out. And what I'm watching happen is these spacers that I see, they remind me of the spacers that are used by tile masons to put the tile down when they're laying tile before they add the grout. I, those are going in to space out those vertebrae. And then I'm watching stem cell energy go in to, to plump up those discs so that they'll hold, they'll stay in place. And then I'm watching this really fine netting get applied from the upper to the lower vertebrae. Think of the kind of netting that you'd use in a, to get a goldfish out of a goldfish bowl, you know, that fine of netting. And so that's being applied too. And now I'm watching, this is interesting, I'm watching a wire go around your whole spine. It reminds me kind of like a tomato cage that you'll use when tomato plants are growing, you know, to support them. So it's almost like a cage is being applied around your spine just to hold things in place. Interesting. And now what's happening is that cage is going in so it's really tight around your spine. So I forget what those things were called, those I think they were called Chinese finger traps or something. When I was a kid, you could put an index finger on each side and, and then you put it in, you try and pull it out and it gets tighter and tighter as you're trying to pull it out. Gosh, I haven't thought of that, but that's what that reminds me of. I haven't thought of that in a long time. So that's going in. So now that wire that's around your spine has integrated into your whole spinal column there. Kind of, you know, your spine's in the middle of it, but it's it's supporting your, it's like scaffolding supporting your, your skeletal system in that area of your body. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. I mean, I've seen reinforcement that looks like tomato cages used before, but I've never seen it shrink in and then just integrate into that whole area back there around your spine. So that was cool. You know, I'm an inventor, so I love it when I get to see new stuff, which is pretty much every day I see new stuff. You'd think, I've done this tens of thousands of times with people, and you'd think I would have seen everything. Uh-uh. I see new stuff every day, which makes it really fun for me. Okay, so got that going on. And not just with healing, with all of it. I mean, whether I'm doing talking to somebody's deceased loved one or past life or whatever. Okay. All right. Now I'm watching energy shooting up and down your spine. And it's it's uh, just regenerating all those tissues and everything there. So hopefully that will help. 
with your healing. Energy-filled membranes intact. Everything else looks, it looks good. Okay, good. All righty. Thanks for calling in. I hope you feel better. Me too. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Hi, Teresa. Hi. I'm so excited. Um, this is my first time calling in. I am calling from Stamford, Connecticut. And oh, wonderful. I'm, 40, I'm 46 years old, um, and I have been struggling conceiving a child um, for the past about four years. I had one uh, miscarriage, and then I haven't been able to conceive since. Um, and just wanted to know if there were any blocks or anything I could do to support conceiving. Well, first of all, you have two babies' energies. Their little spirits are attached to your body. They're over your right shoulder. They look like little orbs, and they're not multiple births. They're not twins. They're spaced out, so one's in front of the other. And, when, and it's so fun when I get to see baby spirits spaced out because they remind me of being in a busy airport. Think about uh, an airport that's near you at night, driving by it. The planes all have their landing lights on and you can see them in the distance. They're waiting for clearance to come land because they're stacked out, you know, in the sky. I love to see that. That's what that reminds me of. One's fairly close in, Teresa. So uh, have you talked to your baby's spirits? I, lately, I have been. I've been meditating a lot, trying to connect in to their spirit a lot. So lately, yes. Good, good. They look like a little orb. Have you ever seen an orb in a photograph, maybe a family photograph or another kind of photograph? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes if you put those on your, if you have a desktop monitor that's big and you blow them up, sometimes you can see faces in them which is pretty cool. Those orbs are always spirits. People think, oh, there was just dust in the room. Nah, that's not so. Those are spirits and they're, they just show up on the digital cameras like that. So let's talk to them. All you have to do is just say something to them. Think of them, think of your babies and think of them and you say something because our heads are big satellite dishes. They receive and transmit frequencies. So you just say something to them and they're going to answer you. It's going to come in fast and it's going to feel like it's a thought in your head, Teresa. So you'll know it's them when it comes in instantly, sometimes even before you have your thought out. So will you conceive? Absolutely. Will you birth a baby? I get an absolutely on that. Can I check your girly parts real fast while I have you on my, on my radar? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I'm going in. So I'm looking at uh, right over. He looks more viable than the left. Let's just do a healing on the left. I'm watching the left get regenerated. So like what we did with uh, the gal before that had the kidney and the, in the liver, Teodora, I think her name was. And um, so there's a template, like a mold Stem cell energies going in, light amber colored gel, sparkles in it. Reminds me of a watery hair gel called Dippity Doo. That's going in. There's a vortex spinning above it. And so we're regenerating a new ovary on the left. It's going to have all those eggs in there with all your DNA in it. 
And the cool thing about that is I have a couple of clients that we did this healing on them and they conceived pretty quickly and one of them has her baby already. So I'm like, okay, cool. We'll just get some new eggs in there and get that going. So we got that. Okay, that's being hooked up. Your current ovary is being removed. All the plumbing gets clamped, you know, and then we put the new one in. All right, the the right one's not... That one's more viable. So I, I'm watching a spiral of energy spinning in that one. It's <laughs> spinning all those eggs up. Eggs look like golden caviar to me, blonde caviar. If you look that up online, if you haven't seen a picture of it, that's what they look like inside the ovaries. Okay, tunneling through both fallopian tubes. The They're just like little finger things. I think they're called philia or something like that on the end of the fallopian tubes. And and they get short with age. So I'm rubbing stem cell energy on that. It's making them grow. And those are the fingers that go out and grab the, the egg when it pops. When an ovary is getting ready to ovulate, when the egg is coming out, the area where it comes out, it looks like a red underground zit. Have you ever had one of those when you were a kid where it doesn't have a head on it yet, but it just hurts like crazy and it's just red and inflamed and it's, you know, it's like, I used to call those underground sits. Thank you, God, I don't get them anymore. So that's what it looks like. I've seen that in the operating room many times and I had a OB say that to me one time. See that thing that looks like a sit on her ovary? I said, yeah, he goes, that's where it's ready to ovulate. So, okay, got that going. Left side is getting ready to ovulate, by the way. Just saying. Okay. Corkscrew spinning through your fallopian tubes going out, going down. Those are open into the uterus. Uterus looks good too. So I I believe you'll conceive. I believe you'll birth a baby. Send me a picture and I'll post it online. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. Thank you very much. You bet. Thanks for calling. Alrighty, everybody. That's it for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. Please consider calling in next week and joining the fun. And in the meantime, sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.